1: Here we go. 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 This, this is, is, it. is
0: it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Lawson. Pow, pow, pow.
1: I'm Sam lady. so what? Welcome along. It's Tuesday. Uh,
0: lockdown, Sam. We're in lockdown. Fuck. Yeah. Are it's you feeling sure, any yeah. different now you're locked down?
1: No, because I'd taken the choice to lock myself down anyway. Yeah,
0: I'm just doing so exactly for me, what, it's like, what uh, we've been asked to do. Yeah, it's, it's carry on, as
1: you yeah, we were doing. Yeah, I think mean, uh, you had to. Most right-minded people had had just thought, look, <clears> for fuck's sake, right? Yes, we are a free country, and we are all free-spirited.
0: But, oh, God, especially me, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a spirit freer than yours. <laughs> no, exactly. I haven't. First time I met you, I thought, look at his spirit. What's he like? I said, his spirit is fucking so free. It's unbelievable.
0: Free as, free as fuck.
1: It just look does what it. it wants. Yeah. Does what it wants. Um, it tries not to harm others, but at the same time, it doesn't fucking, it doesn't suffer fools.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people need to be harmed, but that's another story.
1: Um, anyway, the, but, uh, yeah. Look, yeah, the thing <clears> is, the thing that was more annoying was the people who were begging to be put on lockdown. Right. What people need to understand is, right, China, right, is a fucking authoritarian state, right? It totally is. It's got, I mean, it's got, like, the worst human rights record in the world. Mm-hmm. So when they saw this was happening, not only was did they have the wherewithal, and did it come naturally for them to just say, everyone, lockdown now, right? <laughs> yeah. People respond seriously to it. Like, my mate, he lives out in Dubai, and I'm asking him, how is it going out there? He said, oh, well, they ain't got a problem here, because... People just do what they're told because it's sort of like we know what the stakes are. You know, Mm. when when you've got an authoritarian, I mean, you know, Dubai is not China. But the point is the government, it's normal to them and to the people for the government to say, do this fucking Mm. now. Right. Mm. And that is not Britain, I believe, is the most free country in the world. Mm. Right. And everything we do is built on that. America go on about land of free, but fucking hell, that's all bullshit. Right. This country is completely grounded in freedom and also just having faith, the state having faith in the people to do the right thing. And I think that is why the government left it as long as they did. Uh, but in the interim, you and I, free-spirited as we are, and other, so other members of the 3%, they're all like, of course I'm fucking staying in, Right. Mm. I, yeah, yeah, I might want to go to the pub or I might want to go to the gym, but f- fucking hell, there's things that are more important. Uh, so, you know, we we just did it anyway. And it was only once it became clear that there was too many people in society who weren't going to do the right thing. But I think with a heavy heart, they said, well, we're going to have to make you. But like I said yesterday, the funniest people were the ones who were going, I mean, we're not getting very good messages from the government. What should we do? And they're like, <laughs> are you fucking mad? Are you a baby? <laughs> what, why has everyone become a baby? The same cunts, right, who five minutes ago were going, Bleh! Boris Johnson, I hate him. I hate him and I hate Tories, right? I hate all of them. <laughs> they they're are, idiots, they're right? Five minutes later, they're going, why they tell us what to do, the people I hate, and have no f- faith in whatsoever? They're not telling me what to do. How am I supposed to work out what to fucking do? Why well, isn't people listening to these listen people about- who we know we can't trust? Why is no one listening yeah, to this? The, the coronavirus, there was nothing. It's all in the public domain, right? You can work it out for yourself. You don't need the government to fucking force you to do it. Or clearly a lot of you do because that's why the government have had to do it, right? Mm. But um, it was hilarious. And there was a lot of kind of, you, you know, li- your liberal left wing sort of government hating people on my social media. Who were the ones who were the most angry about not being told what to do when it was entirely self-evident what you should do? Mm. Do you know what I mean?
0: But they were kind of just pissing their pants because no one else was doing it. They were all doing it. It was just you know they wanted they wanted this authoritarianism that we've now got, even though it's they just exactly kind of like don't touch,
1: they? They call it's, themselves it's, liberals.
0: It's light touch authoritarianism. They've kind of just said if you gather in a, a gathering of more than two people, we will disperse you. It's like, like Derek, Do you remember Derek Giler played the policeman Corky in Sykes? Corky. Eric Sykes and Hattie yeah. Jakes. Sure. <laughs> and he was the policeman. And <laughs> I imagine he's the going to be the enforcement of this light-touch authoritarianism. Yeah. People are going to be gathering in, in groups of four or five and he will be like, right, now, come on, now, come on, move along now, back
1: to your house, no. you know the rules. Come on. Now, come, come on, that's come, not no, no, You'll no. have someone's eye out. Everyone simmer down.
0: Tap, Tapping his watchdog, come on, now it's half eight.
1: You should be in your bed. That's just, that, that's, that's Britain, right? And <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that is Britain, and the Americans laugh at us. But to be honest, that's how we want want it to stay. But in order for it... To, it's a social contract, Andy. In order for it to stay... In order for, like, our police force have been unarmed all these years, right? And that's a great thing, I think. But it's a social contract. It depends on both sides playing the game. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, we're not going to fucking shove you around, people. Anyway, you know. We decided there was something...
0: Listen, there was something we decided we wanted to say at the start of this episode, which is... Yeah. Right, and and if you've ever, ever considered signing up for the Iron Filing Society, our Patreon subscriber extra content thing, now is the time because, you know, we we need your support a bit more than we ever have done because of all the uncertainty that's going on. We realise that everyone is facing uncertainty themselves but if you want extra content from us iron filing society patreon.com slash top flight time machine three quid plus that a month and you get two bonus episodes each week and we've got plans for new things coming up behind the, the, the and
1: so just on that basis alone if you've been ever toyed with the idea of joining it'd be a good time to join partly because you know I, I hope that if you like this podcast it, it might be a, a particularly you know, useful time for it to be around because we're trying to provide content pretty much every day of the week at the moment. So it's you- something for you to listen to when you're about your rig. Um, but also, if you join now, you'll be the first to hear about and the first to get in on uh, some new exciting plans that are coming really soon exclusively to IFS members. So um, that's another good thing. We love doing it. We want to do it every day. I wish I hadn't started the show in the spirit of ranting about the coronavirus situation, because in a way, that's probably a discouragement. We don't want to talk about coronavirus and the situation in the country. We want to get back to talking about digging, about ghosts, about Sir John God, although stuff, he's got yeah. some questions to answer oh, about the hell, yeah. situation, but I'm sure we'll get on to that. Um, coin, the coins, yeah. all, the, all the things that really, irrespective of what's going on in the wider world, can still bring us joy.
0: Yeah. Well, basically, if you love the podcast and, you know, you're not going anywhere at the minute, if you can spare three quid a month towards getting to hear more, plus you get the access, you get access to all of the IFS episodes that are already there, which includes something like 42 Melchester Odyssey episodes. You get them straight away and you can listen to them while you're under isolation. That is a
1: big fucking listen. When you're in isolation, that is nice. And And I promise you that'll put a smile on your face, even on the bad days. So, uh, yeah. we'd appreciate that. I think it would be a really good time. Obviously, none of us can get out <clears> of work, but, you know, it's, uh, it's only three quid, so do what you can, lads, and so lasses, and sheep hunters.
0: Patreon.com um, slash Top Flag Time Machine. If you've got to the Top Fly Time Machine website as well, there's a the page there about the IFS that gives you all the frequently asked questions about how to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of piss. really is.
1: FAQs, mate fa teasing, know. teasing, so,
0: fucking C's, mate. Do
1: you want to hear <clears throat> about my ghost neighbours? It's a bit outdated yes. now, but this was when anxiety was really ramping up towards the end of last week. Yeah. And, it, you know, regular listeners all know there was a neighbour across the street who died and then came back to life a few days later. Mm-hmm. Or returned as a ghostly spectre. I'm not sure because I haven't touched them to see if my hand goes through or not
0: not been that close the, the, yeah. sto-
1: the story was there's a, an older couple who live across the street um and they're well known for lazy, for nosiness actually but i think they're all right but anyway they uh one day a hearse pulled up outside and a load of other other funeral procession type vehicles and <laughs> um my wife said that the woman out of the couple had died hmm. And I said, oh no, that's awful. And I felt bad, but I didn't know them well at all. That I sort of knew them to nod hello to, you know. Uh, but I thought, fucking hell. Anyway, I was a bit sad about it. And then about three days later, I'm pulling up outside the house. And <clears throat> who should I see? But a supposedly dead woman, hmm. right? Walking along with her shopping bags.
0: Right? Now a possible ghost, but we're not sure.
1: So I've gone mad at my wife and why did you tell me she was dead? She went, well, because I'd seen the bloke and I knew there was a funeral going on. I didn't see her. So I thought it must be her. I said, so you didn't know for a fact you'd presented it to me as a fact. So we had a bit of a row and in the end, my wife insisted that it must be a ghost. She said it was the only explanation. So obviously, mm-hmm. I'm very open to that idea. Mm-hmm. And I think the plan at the time, you might have suggested, was to go and give her a kick up the bum to see yeah. if she was real or to a ghost. Just if
0: not go, go through the
1: bum. Yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't had an opportunity to do that. Anyway, the ghost had been going around merrily for a few weeks since then. On Thursday, I was sat, oh, there's a knock at the door and it's the man from the house. And he goes, oh, do you know the boot your car's open? And I went, oh, no, I didn't know that. Cheers. So I come out front and he walks with me to the car and, uh, it was open, I don't know why, probably a ghost. And so I shut Brilliant. the boot, and as I shut the boot, I started chatting to him, and I went, how's it going anyway, are you isolating or what? He goes, isolating, we have to. She's bloody got it. And I look, he points across the street to his house, which is opposite, and she's got her head out the window, ghost. Wife, right? Of course, wife. Right, and yeah. she's shouting to me across the street, I've got it. I've had it for seven days. I've been, out, been isolated for seven days, sticking her head out the door, right? And I was, it was quite dramatic. And I went, Oh, no, that's awful. And he's standing right this to me and going, Yeah, it's terrible. I've been having to go out, go around all the shops, try up And I went, So what about you? Haven't you got it? He goes, No, I ain't got it. And I went, Aren't you isolated? He went, No, I don't have to. I ain't got it. And I thought, <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? She's just told me that she's got it. And everyone knows that if you live with someone who's got symptoms, you have to self isolate. Right? He's like, nah, I'm fine. I ain't got it. Right? And I just, I I suddenly.
0: That's why I'm standing next to you, so close,
1: talking to you, because I ain't got it. Yeah. (laughs) It's only breathing all over you. Don't matter. Be lucky. Yeah. 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 Anyway, all the best. God bless. (laughs) I was like, fucking hell. And I took a big step backwards. But the thing is, there was an awkwardness about it. I've seen videos in other countries like Italy where people just go fucking mad at people and it's great. Mm-hmm. But here we're still quite British. British so rather yeah. than go, get away from me, you fucking d- can you probably got it. I just went, oh, really? And I sort of really subtly shuffled to the side. I don't, <laughs> don't want to upset him by looking like I'm running away from him like a leper. And but at the same disease. time, he is like a leper. Um, So I sidled away, shut the boot, and then he started telling me about all the shops in the area that he reckons still had meat. If you want meat. (laughs) No, I'm vegetarian, mate. I've done a list. He looked through me. He looked looked through me when I said I was vegetarian. He goes, they ain't got it up at the Sainsbury's. But if you go over the bridge into Emmersmith, they've got some frozen mints in Iceland. He goes, but it won't always be on show. You've got to ask for it. They'll bring it from out the back. And I'm like, yeah, I'm vegetarian, mate. Again, he ignored that, right? Oh, oh! You can go a bit further up the ice street, and there's a there's still a butcher's open. Now they've got some mints. I know for a fact they've got mints, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Okay. The whole time I'm thinking, mate, I'm vegetarian. I don't need your meat advice, right? Mm. And every moment you're giving me this fucking, um, you know, it, fucking useless meat advice, you are potentially giving me the coronavirus. Yeah. Now get out of my fucking face, ghost man. <laughs> So good. I just said, yeah, all right, I'll I'll bear that in mind. And then I went again, being really British about it, and I should have said, fuck off. Oh, by the way, if you need anything, you know, no. if, if you, just oh. give us a shout. Give us a yeah. shout, right? Because I thought they're they're older. They look like they're probably in their early seventies. I went, just just let me know if you need anything. He goes, yeah, same same goes for us. I'm thinking to myself, fuck that, mate. I don't need you bringing me round fucking toilet rolls with your germs all over it. (laughs) Next thing you know, I'm wiping my ass with (laughs) corona-infected bog roll that you've given to me, and that's how it can get up your real bad, up your bummer. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's fucking uh,
1: bullseye. Apparently, that's how Mikel Arteta got it. (laughs) It's a bit like the coronavirus, it's like it sees like a human as the Death Star, right? And... And you're that uh, vulnerable exhaust pipe that uh, Luke yeah. shoots his thing down.
0: Yeah. i I heard it could climb up your trouser leg and crawl up there. And then yeah. it gets up your ass Like a
1: ferret. Yeah. Like a ferret.
0: It gets up your ass and then
1: you're fucked. And then you're fucked because there's no getting it out. If it gets up your nose, if you get to the doctors in time, um, they can pull it back out with yeah. a hook. But if it's up your ass, if It's no. up
0: your ass. What can you do? I mean you could you could try flush it out with the shower head, but it's only yeah. gonna push it further up, isn't it? And it likes the warm water as well. It like it yeah.
1: thrives on it. Well, why do you think it got so big in Italy? Because in Italy yeah. they've all got them B days, haven't they? It's in the their bidets, box, As yeah. standard. They don't just have them in the posh hotels. As standard, even a normal house, everyone's got a B day. That's they don't even use toilet roll. There ain't they no, wash,
0: right, exactly. There ain't no panic bog. because it they ain't got a bog roll.
1: It's the It'll same way they ass. ain't got white bread. They ain't got sunbless. They ain't got toilet yeah. roll either, right? They wash their ass on one of them little sinks, arse sinks. And that, that you'd think, well, that'll flush it out. No, yeah. that's the opposite. It makes it, it f- go deeper.
0: Fucking loves it, doesn't it? Thrives on it. Anyway, I'm doing a podcast. As we say,
1: it- join the IFS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm doing a podcast where I talk about where you can get uh, meat in the Hammersmith and Barnes area. So I'll tune that. It's a
1: great <laughs> listen. It's actually quite a good idea, mate. Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah. There, uh, what was I going to say That's about that? that? It, there were other things I you want no, to talk yeah. about. So I might have it off of him. If I've got it and it's off of him, I'll be fucking livid. Mm. Because it was a completely unnecessary infection. And I've done everything by the book. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking knocks How on my door ago and was this? does that How to long me? ago
0: was this, this interaction?
1: Well, I think it was last Thursday. So hmm. I will know um, in a couple of days. Probably yeah, I and mean, then it's what, is it,
0: it two, two to ten days, the incubation period? You just don't know, do you?
1: So, so if you get, so just to be clear on this, and you should probably check this out elsewhere. Fuck yeah, don't listen us. To us. Jesus Christ. Um, We're the last but, people
0: you want to fucking get life logistics from, aren't we? <laughs> uh,
1: but I think, that's the thing, like, when do you know if you've got it? Because I I think if I stay in, I went running yesterday, but if I now stay in and instead of running, just do my Joe Wicks PE lesson every Mm -hmm. morning, which I did this morning, and it's fucking awesome. Is it? it I'm going to do it. it I'll do it tomorrow. Right. I promise. Um, Then if I don't go out at all and I get past 10 days, then I reckon I'm in the clear as long as I never go out ever again.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like we say, probably check out the
1: NHS website.
0: I don't know where you're going to get your food from, but I mean... You know, yeah.
1: For, yeah, uh, know. deliveries? No? Yeah, can't oh, Anyway, delivery. let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. It's too scary. Let's talk about Tiger King, the brand new show yes. on Netflix, which I have seen only one episode of. You've seen two. And I declare it the most top light time machine-appropriate television programme that Netflix have ever made.
0: Quite possibly, yeah. Quite possibly.
1: This is about it's... a... Um, what's it about it's basically about people in america who <clears> keep big cats who keep tigers big cats and, so and, have, and have
0: small zoos visitor zoos the people can go they and small and, visitor zoos and they make money out of it. but and-
1: there, it seems seems to focus on three in particular doesn't it mm. there's the uh, the, main, the sort of most entertaining one is it it's all true it's a documentary series the most entertaining one, and maddest, although that's a fucking hard contest to win because they are all fucking mad. yeah he's a guy in Florida called, called Joe Exotic Joe exotic yeah, yeah
0: and he's
1: <laughs> this he's this gay guy with a mullet who's sort of larger than life, quite charismatic, really, isn't he? yeah and um but he is utterly insane, yeah, um and uh, and he's got a lot a, of tigers.
0: <laughs> he's in CNN. He, he's he owns got a lot of, of tigers. Yeah.
1: Oh, I There's, think a bit I think I think a bit matter actually is the one I can't remember his name but the one who's sort of like the most famous one who's like like yeah. the one who's been on Letterman and Jay Leno.
0: Yeah, I forgot his when, name.
1: And his suits a bit classier. And Doc, when people come to, Doc yeah, Antle. When, when people come to visit Doc Antle, he suddenly, there's that bit where all the tourists are there wait, being given a talk by someone at his little zoo. Yeah. And then they go, and we're honoured today to be joined by the owner of the zoo, Doc. And they, they all look round, and he comes round the corner of his rig on a fucking elephant. <laughs> he's riding an elephant, the mad bastard. And he's going, hi, folks. And they're all like, hey, And they let people play with the tiger cubs and interact with all the tigers and lions. And then there's a third woman and she is like a bitter rival of the other two because she claims that she is a big cat uh, conservationist. Yeah. But there appears to be a little bit of hypocrisy um, going on with her because she says that all these other people, she sort of campaigns against Joe Exotic and Doc Mm. because she says it's cruel to keep these animals in captivity and she's campaigning to have them released. Um, But... Then you see her rig, and she too has a load of big cats in fucking cages, yeah. and charges people to come and look at them. But yeah. she claims that her zoo is not a zoo, but it's a con- conservation centre, something of some like that.
0: Sort. It's a facility. But as far isn't as it? I can see, um,
1: it's more or less the same. The same thing. I can yeah. I can see Joe Exotic plays a bit more fast and loose because he's a bit more. <laughs> they're sort of caged in like what appear to be smaller cages. And he's madder with them in his interactions. He's given to jumping in and mucking around with yeah. them a lot, isn't he?
0: Yeah. And he, there's footage of him from when he used to visit schools as well. And he used to <laughs> yeah, take, the, yeah. fucking, take yeah. the, the cubs into schools and stuff. And then there's a bit where he's doing the, the at schools, but then there's massive perspex screens in front of him so that they're all behind the perspex screen so they don't fucking I used the to kids. go and give
1: talks. <laughs> I used to go and give talks in zoos in uh, schools, but it was really hard. I couldn't hold the kids' attention. So then I thought, yeah. I'll take some tigers with me. Yes. And that held their attention really <laughs> well. That man fucking did.
0: Yeah. So I'm only two episodes in. Uh, you're on the first one, but fuck me, yes, it's incredible. Netflix. Um, Tiger King.
1: Tiger King. Get it King. watched. Get it watched.
0: Get it exactly. watched. Jalapeno. Wow. jalapeño we should point out that um our favorite cunter out of everyone at the minute is uh richard ellis who uh works for Sennheiser.
1: oh in, yeah
0: in the the audio um entertainment people and he sent us a couple of lovely pairs of headphones for us to use while we record our our podcasts um so, hell. and they're I can't lovely
1: him and SenSile enough <clears throat> these are the, these are i mean i know this is like a sort of, you could say it's a bought endorsement, but I mean this, right? Yeah, it is. I've got quite a lot of good headphones in my rig. These are the best headphones I've ever used. <clears <clears I'll so tweet a picture you, of them.
0: Thank you very much, Richard. They're fucking great. And also, if anybody else wants to send us stuff that's really good, we'll mention it on the podcast. Uh, if you want to send yeah, us stuff we right. don't want any shit, we'll just say thanks, but we don't want that. Simple as that. I'm,
1: th- I'm thinking that we might start doing a league table of canters right? <laughs> uh, a, pre, a Premier League. The that they sent us. Yeah, because, or, or, you know, and it doesn't have to be gifts. It, sometimes it's content because, like, you know, you've you got to say some of the, some of the, um, Tom Bradshaw, the illustrator, Simon Irwin, of course, our uh, director and editor of the On yeah. The Coins film. These are hunters who have delivered m- massive uh, and brilliant content to us. Yeah. So, so it doesn't have to actually be a, a, a gift. Sometimes it's the content that you've helped make or you've made of your, your own. Back.
0: Your Sometimes services. it's just something
1: nice you've said. We don't yeah. know what the criteria are. What we you know is
0: you know what? I think we need some. I think we need an official TFTM lawyer.
1: Oh yes, Only we need one
0: country as a lawyer. We can say we're going to We're going to talk to our lawyer about that.
1: Yeah, because Cass is no good. I don't no, know. He's no. in isolation. I don't know. I was playing a quiz with him online the other day. I, I don't know. He's let himself go. I think. I don't know if he's still doing his studies. We need a proper lawyer. If you yeah. are a, if you are an IFS or just a cunter, normal cunter, and you are a lawyer, please get in touch because we do need a lawyer. We've got a director, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We've got an, we illustrator. an illustrator.
0: We have a head lawyer.
1: of tech. Yeah. We have a diversified farmer. We do. Old it was uh, clear. Lewis. Right. But we, what we don't have yet is a lawyer and also might need a doctor just um, in case we need any, because we don't want to keep giving medical advice on this show <laughs> without the support of a medical professional. As we've said before, we are sort of lay scientists, but we're not qualified doctors. A lot of people assume we are, but actually, believe it or not, we're not. So no. if you're a doctor, but lawyer, absolutely. And we will start doing, I might do it in the newsletter or on the website, I'm going to do a Premier League ladder. You know, like when you used to get with Match and Shoot, they'd yeah. give you a cardboard league ladder and you could, could shift them, them around and down, every yeah. week,
0: couldn't you? God, I love that.
1: I might do something like that. <laughs> I yeah. might craft a league ladder.
0: Yeah, you're playing Gosh. God a little bit, aren't you? But, sorry, well, no. what else you am, am I in I think we've the right. Speaking of of content and, and the work of Simon and Thomas, um, we're going to put the On The Coins video out for everyone to see soon. Yeah. because it's been behind the paywall wall for a while and everyone should see it and it might cheer people up a bit so we'll, we'll do that soon. maybe yeah. today, And not knows. only that,
1: mate, it might make you think, fucking hell, if they've got more of this to come,
0: yeah, which
1: we have, right, then maybe now's the time to be joining the IFS because this content is bloody great. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com um,
0: slash Top Flight Time Machine.
1: Here's, here's some good content that we've been sent uh, that we both liked yesterday on Twitter. Rob J sent us an amazing... We were asking for corona playground bullshits. We always like bullshits of all sorts. We particularly like playground bullshits. And I had a strong feeling from my own kids and their peers that, that playgrounds were going to be hotbeds of coronavirus bullshit. Yeah. And we have been sent what I believe the Americans would call a doozy, right? This is what Rob J says. He says, I heard a great corona playground bullshit from the child of a key worker at work today. Turns out the virus was spread to humans because someone, because of someone attempting CPR on a snake. <laughs> this backfired when the snake woke up and bit the resuscitator. Hey, hey, what are you fucking doing? What's going on? <laughs> I'm oh, just having a I'm kill- trying to give you. I'm trying to fucking save your life. Fuck off. Bite. Fuck. <laughs> off <laughs> trying to fucking nonce me up, weren't you? You fucking snake knobs. Bite, bite, bite! Bite, bite, bite! Get your fucking filthy human mouth off me, right? Um, and then he goes. The bite caused the resuscitator to contract the virus, right? Mm. The child's mate pressed him on how to give snake CPR. Apparently, you have to be gentle because they are smaller than us humans. An older child tried to disprove the bullshit, so I distracted them until the moment passed. That's it, Rob. That is exactly my approach situations to situations like down. that. If yeah. some fucking busybody comes and starts trying to question or shut down the bullshit, you have to shut them down because they will get between you and quality bullshit. Mm. Right. Let And don't belittle. If someone is bullshitting, right, there, you have to remember and see from their point of view, why, why are they doing that? Right. Yeah. There is a number of reasons. And some of them might run quite deep; they might feel unloved, they might feel deprived of attention, they might be insecure, sensitive and all have yeah. self-esteem issues, right things that all of us on one level or, or another have experienced in our lives. and that is often where the bullshit's coming from right you've got and therefore Go if you are a mature and rational human being, right if you 're an mm-hmm. adult, you need to listen to the person bullshitting and think what what is the point?" in me calling them out on this bullshit it's not harming anyone in fact quite the opposite it is extremely entertaining so if you question a bullshitter then you're the cunt not them
0: i've got a phrase for this sam that phrase is let the bullshit breathe let the bullshit breathe i mean like you say they could be they could be they could be self-medicating or something like that 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 that, it's their coping strategy and we all need one in these trying times
1: There'll be a lot of time, but a lot of people right now going into bullshit overdrive. And if that's what they need to get by, yeah. that's what they need to get by. Yeah. Let them I'm, do it. I mean, let the best
0: coping it. strategy, obviously, is to sign up to the Iron Filing Society. But not everyone can do that. But, you know, let the bullshit breathe. That's what I say. Uh, yeah. I've got a tweet from uh, James Barker. who came in this morning and he's just alerted us to another tweet. And he just says, this is government mandated lamparding. And it is. It, it says, Michael Burl, Michael Gove sorry, tells Keir Burley on Sky News, if you are in a park with a family member and you see other parents gathering, you should seek to give them the clear guidance the government has given or contact whoa, the authorities. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: This is like music to Frank Lampard's ears. <laughs> Isn't it just, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's yeah. a bit of purpose in Frank's life as well, now that Chelsea's been mothballed.
1: He can Christine, get out about in Christine the Christine is like, Frank, Frank, where do you think you're going? Where do you think you're going, Frank? We're supposed to be self isolating. Why are you leaving the house again? the third time's day. I'm sorry, Christine, but I am a designated key worker. No, oh, you bloody nut. You're the manager of Chelsea Football Club. How is that a key worker? No, I am. I know that that's my day job, but I am actually now working on behalf of the government, going out to parks to instruct. Uh, disobedient parents on the correct conduct during this crisis. <laughs> what the bloody hell are you talking about? He's a daft in the head. No, that's got nothing to do with you. Well, if not me, then who, Christine?
0: <laughs> Self-appointed. He'll be fucking loving technician.
1: it. He's a bit like the um, the warder in um, in Dad's Army. Yes. Um, I, I was thinking. I mean, one thing's for sure with this show. And the way we approach it, we're not going to run out of fucking content. That's the beauty of it. No. That was why, as someone said recently, we've been preparing for this situation for a long time, for you know, because for almost two years, I think this has been going right. It's and been, we yeah. not only have been espousing the be- the life changing magic of staying in your rig and
0: mm-hmm. just
1: resting for a long time, we also cottoned on very early that you can't depend on. Football as a content provider because <laughs> a it's a silly game for children, <laughs> two b it's babyish, yeah. and c at any moment the football could stop but the content needs to carry on.
0: Yeah, right. And the so others we they're all out, floundering
1: now, aren't they? The others. If, if we we pivoted away from football, right? Yeah, and got into other stuff, and that's why the others are all floundering. But we've got content on fucking tap. Having said that. I did think there's so many things, despite the amount of podcasts that we knock out. There are so many subjects that I want to talk about and then forget. And then the time passes. So this is old news. Everyone will know it, but it's so special that I just want to talk about it really briefly. Anyway, uh, it's really old. So forgive me, but it's from 14th of February. And the headline was, are they mean Donald Trump obsessed with badges? New book claims. <laughs> and, You'll have read about this, right? Uh, of all the, It's from the Guardian's article. Of all the topics to occupy the mind of the most powerful person in the United States, one would not expect badgers to make frequent appearances. It turns out, according to this book, right, um, written by Daily Beast reporters Lachlan Marquet and Azawin Subsang, right, it's one of these insider tales of Trump's White House. And they claim, having done lots of interviews with people who work for him there, that he was totally, even in moments of big foreign policy crisis, totally preoccupied with using his position as president to find out more details about badgers, right? <laughs> Which, in a way, I respect him for. I suddenly like, like him you, a lot more, you and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You and I are fascinated by badgers. We've talked about badgers a great deal. It's a fascinating animal. And part of me <laughs> thinks, yeah, if I was president, right, it's easy for us in our ivory podcasting towers to sit here and go... Yeah, Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, but fuck me, if either of us were running the country, we'd get really sick of it after 24 hours because Mm. of the relentlessness of it, because of the fact you have to be serious a lot of time, because of the fact you have hardly any nap time, Mm. you know, Uh, but I would do things, I think, right, I'm the president, I can do fucking whatever I want. You mm. know what? I've always wanted to know about badgers. So rather than have to go down the library and look through all the badger-related microfiche, right, which is a pain in the arse and takes ages, yeah. I can just get. I can just summon on, the world's badger expert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. if he wanted, he could actually summon real badgers. He could go mm. get a load of badgers here into the Oval Office for mm. me to fucking observe just and interact around. with. Yeah, but apparently he was. Um, uh, the, the the extract from the book in this article says. Uh, along with detailing the murky underworld of President Trump's Washington, dishing the hilarious and frightening dirt on the charlatans, conspiracy theorists, ideologues, and run-of-the-mill con artists who have infected the highest echelons of American political power, they also discuss Trump's fascination with badgers. Over two pages, the authors explain that Trump would interrogate his former chief of staff, Reince Priebus, about the black, white, and grey creatures. Mm. The questions would arise Mm -hmm. at such opportune moments as when Priebus was attempting to brief the president on matters of healthcare initiatives, foreign <laughs> policy, or Republican legislative agenda, right, Trump would suddenly <laughs> say in the middle of this briefing, and this is my favourite thing that he says: "Are they mean to people?" <laughs> <laughs> so, Mister President. Uh, we have a situation with Iran. We believe that our intelligence officers have discovered that they are once again producing depleted uranium. And yeah, yeah. About the badgers. Are they mean to people? Right. He goes, Trump asks Priebus, perhaps thinking of badgers, very long claws, which they used to dig the burrows that make their home. Hmm. And then he goes, or are they friendly creatures? you go with to admit, You've got to admit, Andy, you are loving Donald am, Trump more and more.
0: This are they his... mean
1: to people? or, or This is his <laughs> chief of staff. Or are they friendly creatures? <laughs> Trump would also Trump would also demand to see photos of badgers and ask Priebus to give details on how badgers work and wanted to know if they had a personality or were
0: boring.
1: <laughs> demand, I demand some pictures right now. Now tell me, how do badgers work? <laughs> What's inside their minds? How do so they operate? Do they have operate? personality? Are they boring? Are they the kind of people you can go for a beer with? <laughs> Priebus was also co- called upon to explain how the critters function and behave, what kind of food they like, and how aggressive or deadly they could be when presented with perceived existential threats. Fuck hell. How fast can I they don't... run? Yeah. <laughs> An obviously enthralled president would stare at Priebus as the aide struggled for sufficiently placating answers, all the while Fuck. trying to gently veer the conversation back to whether we were going to do a troop surge in Afghanistan or strip millions of Americans of healthcare coverage.
0: <laughs> so he clearly can't cope with everything he has to deal with as president because he's not cut out for it. So he just drifts Ooh. off into badger land and then occasionally yeah. asks questions. I know and that, that as well. What he's doing.
1: I've had quite a lot of work on, um, but you go a bit stir crazy when you're in the house just working, working, and a lot of people are sending me a lot of messages because suddenly everyone, understandably, is in sort of work overdrive mode. Mm. And people are trying to work out projects that they can get going, and yeah, and so I I'm, mean, I'm, and yesterday I just couldn't. Um, I had the same thing. I didn't start thinking about badgers, although it's not a bad idea, but I suddenly. It was about four o'clock, and I'd been sat in my room just responding to non-stop, you know, you've just got an influx of WhatsApp, fucking emails, and you're trying to get stuff done. And I just had to get up, walk downstairs, and start playing Derek Manager
0: because, <laughs> yeah.
1: because it was the only way I could totally switch my it mind off.
0: Too much. There were your That was your badger.
1: That was my badger. But That's today I'm going to think about badgers, and I might w- watch some badger videos as well. Yeah, I
0: think I I tell you what, well.
1: I actually think Donald Trump would love Top Flight Time Machine. Yeah. yeah. It would be a good way of, for him yeah. to relax.
0: Definitely it would be a good way for him
1: to relax, don't you think? Definitely more than Boris Johnson would. Oh, he wouldn't fucking know what was going on. No, right. Trump would like it. And and we've got good... And our badger story about the shins and the riveters. that's exactly the sort of intel that he's looking for.
0: Yeah, we should maybe send that to the White House as an intro. I might get
1: in touch. Gateway, yeah, I think we should get in touch.
0: A gateway episode for him, yeah. Anyway, that's enough of this one. Um, I've had enough, basically um okay. we'll be back tomorrow we're gonna to start uh for the ifs subscribers we'll be starting the snow white odyssey i will deep dive into snow white and the seven dwarfs <clears throat> which is <laughs> this is kind of where we expected this to end up when we started where, really, where are you where,
1: uh, when are you watching that andy are you watching yeah. that today yeah yeah good i'm gonna watch it today as well uh in case you missed the last episode or any episodes i've brought out before the reason we're doing this is that I regard it as one of the funniest films ever made. It's in my top five all-time movies of any sort. But also, I think comedically, it is fucking up there with the best of the very best. And I'm—I mean, I know that's big talk. It will backfire if Andy Watchin and doesn't find it as good as me. But I'm really confident that I'm you sure, will love I'm it, sure and, it will. and all of you will too. So yeah. maybe you want to. It's a very short film actually. I think it's only—it's not much over an hour. So get involved now. I think it's up there. You might be subscribing to the Disney Channel today anyway because I think it's the first day it's available yeah. in the UK if you want to watch The Mandalorian. But don't watch The fucking Mandalorian. That's for babies. Watch fucking Snow White. <laughs> you cunts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's to come tomorrow then. Uh, and maybe another episode, who knows. Take the F
1: Just rest.